Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in once again to the Your Favorite Blockhead podcast. This episode of the show is brought to you by the very unique AtomicChild.com. This website is an artist-run brand focused on the great outdoors with the most unique designs on many different products. Search through the amazing apparel from the mind of owner Jimmy Bryant, who has been creating his own products to brands and band merchandise for clientele that way surpass your favorite blockhead. We're talking Nora Jones, The Grateful Dead, The Misfits, Michael Bolton, Train, Motley Crue, Counting Crows, and many more. Guys, check out the wide variety of apparel. Everything from stickers to water bottles to blankets to patches, pins, t-shirts, drinkware, socks, and so much more. Blockhead Nation, make sure you go to the link at yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog, or you can go straight to atomicchild.com, and let's make something awesome together. Thank you for stopping by once again to listen to the show. You are listening to your favorite blockhead, the only podcast in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip one minute and then be talking about MMA and warriors inside the octagon the next. I am your host. My name is Brian Little. Once again, thank you so much to those who continuously come by the show to check it out and see what I have to say and see how in the world I merge all these different worlds together. And as we get into summer, I can tell you on my reading list, I recommend this to everybody. To be as genuine as I possibly can be, there is no affiliate link of any kind in the notes at yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog. There is no Amazon link of any kind. I just happen to recommend this book. I'm finishing off The Parable of Peanuts this summer. I've talked about that book before. It happened to be a Christmas gift I got this year. And many, many times I'm reading through it and I'm just in awe of how it's dripping with the parable that Jesus used in the same manner that Charles Schultz did with his comic strip. Every time I read through these chapters, I just can't put this book down. And I'm sorry that I ever did in the middle of the year when we hit this COVID-19 outbreak and I had other things in my mind. Now I'm officially picked up the book again and I'm going to finish it this summer for sure. So those that want to go check it out, Robert L. Schwartz's The Parable of Peanuts. I recommend that to everybody here, especially if you're a little bit timid about diving into scripture or diving into the word. It's simply one of the best books I've ever picked up and it makes it so easy for the reader to understand the methodology behind it on how Charles Schultz implemented this into his comic strip. And again, I've had a lot of people that have given me a lot of feedback that's been positive from the bottom of my heart to yours. Thank you, Blockhead Nation, for those who continue to come in 
And again, if, if it seems like we're getting a little bit backed up on the inventory, that's true because some of you guys have been ordering shirts. And my excuse is that the little redhead girl is in charge of that department and we are going to get those shirts out as soon as possible. Those that have ordered those, they're $15 a piece. Those who reached out on a direct message or gone through Kofi.com slash your favorite blockhead, watched the video, decided that you wanted to get your shirt. Well, they're in, we're in the process of making them. Yes, there's at least four that I know that have been ordered and we have not forgotten about you. Also, those that have requested an illustration and a drawing, working on getting caught up on those too. And I just appreciate the input, and I appreciate the guy, all of you that have been sending me such positive feedback. It's been encouraging, but now the pressure is on <laughs> that I can continue to give you a decent show, I guess, now. But also, I'm going to have to go ahead and address it. Because many of you have been, I guess there's this urge, there's this wanting to dive into my psyche. Because you're wanting to hear an adult on a podcast use some type of explicit content. You want to hear me use profanity. And the answer is, it's not that I'm trying to demean anybody that uses it. All of you that do podcasts are grown adults, or at least you're 18 and above, at least you think you are. Some of the people that are younger than that are dabbling in this as well. But there are so many of them out there that are explicit, they don't need another one. And really, when you are an educator like I am, it's just one of those you you, you don't exactly live in a fishbowl, but it is one of those you don't want your channel to be taken down for anything that happens to, to fall upon anybody in the district or the administration. That There's truth to that. But also, there's a good feeling to know. I'll give you a great example. One of my favorite comedians of all time has always been Bill Engvall. And when I watch the blue-collar comedy guys, the one I always look forward to the most is not Jeff Foxworthy. It's not Larry the Cable Guy. It's Bill. And he did an interview on Sirius XM about 10 years ago, something like that. And it was, this is better put, so I'm going to share the story here. If you want to go find it, it's on YouTube. It's a Sirius XM interview with Bill. And he's talking about how he appreciates how parents would come to him and say that, you know, I bring my kids to your show, and I'm not worried about what they're going to hear. You know, and that's a great feeling. And then he continues to go on about how people have told him that the last show he ever does needs to be a dirty one. And he goes, well... The thing that's going to happen with that is they're going to do what we call in Texas, stare like a calf at a new fence. Or, I'm sorry, a calf at a new gate. I don't even know my own Texas terminology. Go figure that. <laughs> but, you know, they're going to, they give you that look as in, you're not supposed to be that guy. It's almost like there's a betrayal of trust that happens there. And he talked about this, about how Ron White went up before him one night, and he absolutely just killed it. And he's going, man, i got to follow that. So here comes Bill trying to go up and trying to, you know, use the same type of, of material and everybody's giving him that look of, you know, it's, it's a gasp. It's a, you can't be doing that, Bill. And, of course, he, he sees it and he kind of reverses his psyche and with the, with the crowd. He uses his, his other delivery, his own material, and it works. And he ends up, you know, doing a great set. Went back to what was working for him. And then even Ron mentioned to him about how, man, I'll go up and kill it, but you'll come on with that slow delivery, and you'll just slay the audience. You know very well, if you're going to go up to bat, you don't have to swing harder than anybody else. You have to swing smooth, and the smoother the swing, then the farther the ball is going to go. And that's what I believe with this show, is that those that are tuning in, if your kids happen to listen to this, you don't have to worry about it. Your kids are safe here at the Blockhead Nation. 
And that doesn't mean that you can't branch out and hear other things. That It's your choice. It's a personal choice, just like for Bill, it's a personal choice. And even if I get to the very end, then what, what kind of mystique am, am I giving up here? And the, the same thing applies to those that used to watch Home Improvement. You know very well the character Wilson, right? The guy who you never saw his face until the final curtain call. And they didn't do it in the episode. They did it when they did you know, them taking a bow, and you see the guy's face for the first time. There might be something to that. Maybe there's this Wilson complex that maybe if you continue to listen to the show and you are begging for me to do some type of an explicit show, it's going to be a little bit of a letdown. And maybe that keeps people coming back, and maybe that leads them astray. I'm not entirely sure, but for those that have been giving me positive feedback, I can't thank you enough for that. But I'm going to keep delivering what's been working. And if the show is not always going to be a home run, maybe I'm going to have to bunt on this episode. I'm not sure. Since the last one, a lot of you were quite pleased with that episode of me flying solo. So again, I've been blessed to have a lot of guests that have been on because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And you know, now we're kind of slowing down with the guests. I don't see that as falling back. I don't see that as, you know, sliding into third and being tagged out. I don't see it that way. It's just a chance for me to go back and work on my craft a little bit. Now, I will go ahead and mention a couple of guys here just in this show because I thought, man, what if? There's, there's a genuine what if because a lot of people that started to listen to my podcast are now starting their own show, and that's the best feeling in the world too, for them to take their own format. You got the burnout. You got loud and opinionated. So Russ and Chris, my good friends that I've known for many, many years, have started their own show and are enjoying themselves. But then you've also got guys that I think are very talented in the podcasting world known as Justin Gilly. I do believe Rhea JG has a very articulate voice for podcasts. And I think, honestly, out of the if we were to do like a blue-collar podcast tour of some sort, I think he'd have to qualify as Jeff Foxworthy simply because of the quality. That's honestly coming from me from this point, for somebody who's done it for a while. Expertise and experience-wise, okay, maybe so. Maybe I'm leading the charge. I don't know. That's just a hypothetical thought if we did something like that for all of us to go and tour, you know, maybe check out Pod Houston, maybe do podcast movement together. I don't know if we did like a four way thing for podcasting. I'm not sure. It's just kind of one of those thoughts that came to me. But I am saying now that I'm quite proud to announce that Loud and Opinionated has a very big guest coming on soon. So I'm doing a free plug here. Loud and Opinionated with Russ has a guy named Roy, who I think it's Roy White, who's going to be on from 105.3 The Fan. So I'm giving that free plug out here. Make sure you go listen to his show. Loud and Opinionated is going to be included in the notes for this show. For your favorite blockhead.com slash blog, just like the Ray of JG podcast, I'm leaving his up here as well, simply because this guy has been predicting from day one Sugar Sean O'Malley whom I call the Dennis Rodman of the UFC. I'm not saying it's the same caricature, but, you know, I, I feel like it's not that I am, have ever doubted Sean O'Malley's ability. It's just one of those, this happens to be one of those guys that, in my mind, I haven't done enough research on. I've always thought maybe he had the it factor, but only time will tell. And certainly time will tell the show that the rising stars in the UFC have been the bantamweight division just going off of 250. Where the best knockouts of the night easily go to either Sean O'Malley or they go to Cody Garbrandt. And I'll leave that up for you, the listener, to decide which one had the best knockout of the night. Either way, it's nice to know that these guys are rising up and they are continuing to move their show forward. And I'm thankful to be sharing a platform with them. 
Once again, Blockhead Nation, thank you for coming midway through the show, and I appreciate your support. Just remember, guys, those of you that are recording and mixing your own music, that part is easy, but mastering is not. Make sure you look at $20master.com or go to my link at yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog to learn more about $20 Master. Guys, getting your songs radio ready is necessary. You want your songs polished. And my friends over at $20master.com can do just that for you. You make your mix, you send it over, you pick the package that is appropriate for you, and within 24 hours, you're going to get mastering unlike anybody else on the market. So make sure you check out those links. Yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog and click the $20 master link or go straight to 20dollarmaster.com and get your music mastered today by the professionals over at $20 master at 20dollarmaster.com. Our scripture of the day is going to come from Romans chapter 9 verses 16 through 18. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whoever he wills, and he hardens whoever he wills. Now this verse can be a little bit tricky. Pulling my notes straight from blueletterbible.org here, just looking at this, about how God's mercy is not given to us because of what we wish to do, but because of what With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We actually do. And simply, it's out of his desire of mercy. Now, remember, he shows an example of Pharaoh here. If you don't know that Pharaoh's heart was hardened towards the Israelites. Now, God did allow this. He allowed Pharaoh in the days of Moses to rise to power so that God could show the strength of his judgment against Pharaoh and thereby glorify himself God. But sometimes God will glorify himself through showing mercy. Sometimes God will glorify himself through a man's hardness. So if we look at this scripture a little bit, it can be a little bit tricky because sometimes people go, what kind of God is this? But then you look further into the scripture, does God's right to choose relieve man of responsibility? That's the big thing I ask you as you dig further into the scripture. We shouldn't think that God persuaded an unwilling, kind-hearted Pharaoh to be hard towards God and Israel. In hardening the heart of Pharaoh, God simply allowed Pharaoh's heart to pursue its natural inclination. Okay, so I give that to you in this verse. This one takes a little while to dive into. But Romans chapter 9 is very much one I hope you will consider looking further in. Again, go back and check out the parable of peanuts. If you need some ideas this summer on what to dive into in scripture-wise, then go check that out. Now, here's the thing. When we look at today's MMA, we fans really have been a little bit spoiled because MMA is on the forefront. The UFC continues to put out shows. But, you know, another thing that's fun about it is this, is that any casual fan can predict better than us seasoned fans were. We're going back and forth on Sean O'Malley. We're going back and forth on Cody Garbrandt, and look what happens. Now, my prediction for Amanda Nunez at 250 went 
just as predicted as according to the blockhead plan, was that simply Amanda Nunez is simply the greatest athlete out there in the women's division, period. No two ways around that. And the guys I just talked about, when I talked about Loudon Opinion A with Russ and I talked about Ray J.G. and myself, all three of us are super happy that Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier is officially back on. Well, it's officially the third uh, bout we're going to have. The trilogy is going to happen. The rubber match is coming. And I, I share all that just because, you know, once again, if you are a casual fan and you ever wanted to get into MMA, you could walk right in and give your predictions and do better than any of us that are seasoned fans that have been following. I think it was said in the movie The Wolf of Wall Street. Number one rule was that it doesn't. nobody can predict what's going to happen in the stock market, much, much less stockbrokers. So the th- same thing applies to you. If you haven't given it a chance, then I would strongly encourage that you consider giving MMA a chance because all of us are super happy with it. But there's also so much narrative that guys like Sugar Sean O'Malley, I want to give my due diligence for, but all I can do is send you over to Ray JG to listen to his depictions of this guy. He's breaking down his top four, and you know it's hard for me to say who is, but all three, Russ, Justin, and myself, are all excited about Stipe returning. We knew that his hands were tied until Cleveland finally allowed for him to get back into the gym and put pen to paper, and we can now officially have the trilogy that happens between the three. But there's other stories that are happening here. It seems like there's a trend that's going on on people wanting to retire, either on the mic or on social media. Now, the fun question is, now that Conor McGregor, for the third time, has said that he is officially retiring from the sport, but also Henry Cejudo, at the height of his career, is wanting to retire at the top. Now, that's another thing. Even DC, Daniel Cormier, is saying that This is going to be his last bout, win or lose. Now, that's a risky gamble because either way, he can either go out on a loss like so many that have before him. Most of the time, it's just almost well known that fighters go out on an L. Daniel Cormier, I don't think, wants to go out on an L. Henry Cejudo certainly didn't want to go out on an L by retiring at the top of his game. Now, how long is that going to last? Well, I can tell you he's already in uh, talks with having a boxing match in Abu Dhabi against a guy named Ryan Garcia. So how much is it how much of a loose term is retirement in mar- mixed martial arts? I asked that for anybody who's been following for a while. So Connor for the third time on social media says, "Well, it's been a fun ride." And then of course now we got the hype, the speculation behind that. And my answer continues to be the only time will tell. But for fun, who's going to retire first? Is I mean, going to come back to the cage? Is it going to be Connor? Is it going to be Cejudo? Is DC going to make this his last ride? Stay at commentary, but eventually the itch to get back in the cage is going to be too much that we have one last hoorah. You know, all of the talk is there at this point for the sport. But, you know, I don't want to act like I've got too much of a hang-up about these, but there's also a discussion about funds, about what fighters are paid that is starting to, I guess, kind of fog up the mirror when we're looking at the sport. Let me help you out. Recently, I talked about how I am a little bit displeased with Jorge Masvidal. Not that I think that he doesn't deserve more than a quarter of a million dollars. That was at least was the original payout that he was supposed to get facing Kamaru Usman for the title. Now, that's the key word here. This is why I'm frustrated. For the title. Jorge Masvidal holds a title that came from the mind of Nate Diaz, okay? We have a 
belt that is manufactured and is for that particular event. And yes, we do want to see them go back at it again. Is it going to be Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal too? I got no problem with that. But when he is given a chance to be able to face the welterweight champion, Kamara Usman, now regardless how you feel about the guy who's wearing the strap, he is wearing something that has a lineage to it. It seems like this is now an undercurrent in our sport. You remember the story about Yogi Berra? About when he ordered a pizza and he had it cut into four slices? Then he was asked, Yogi, why did you cut the pizza into four slices and like, in, instead of like a normal person? What was his response? Well, I didn't think that I could eat all eight. I think Yogi Berra missed the point. Just like I believe that there are fighters right now that are missing the point. You are an athlete that is able to do what the 90 plus percent of us in America cannot do. We willingly admit it. But what you're telling me, when you have a proposed price for the fight, you're not happy with it. You blow it up on social media, and now they come back to you for some sort of an agreement, and you still can't come to terms. Well, now the guy that's standing on the other side of Kamara Usman for the welterweight championship is Gilbert Burns, a guy who's done nothing wrong and has the opportunity to gain it all. All of you have been given an opportunity. And when I look at this as a longtime fan, in my mind, unless you prove me otherwise, you, Jorge Masvidal, amongst other fighters, are looking at the title as a demotion. That's where I have a problem with this type of thinking. And therefore, there are other ones who have done the same thing. You've got guys like Colby Covington who come out and think that his approach to social media is going to work just fine by calling out Dustin Poirier, but at the end of the day, who's staying across the cage from him for the next bout? It's not you, Colby. It's Dan Lee Hooker. So maybe there's something to this. Is there something that these fighters are no longer living within their means? In other words, I understand that my sport is a lot smaller than the NFL guys, but you should know all too well at this point, the NFL stands for not for long. And Sports Illustrated came out with that very disturbing statistic that 8 out of 10 NFL players within two years of leaving the leaves are bankrupt. And I remember hearing even an agent, Malky Kawhi, talking about, hey, we'd rather would support fighters because they're more humble. But do they live within their means? A quarter of a million dollars? Something that none of us would see. And they come to you a second time to come to maybe better terms, a better agreement, or why this is what the market will bear? And that's not good enough for you? It is something that's baffling. It's boggling my mind at this point. And I don't know why others aren't talking about it. And again, I'm not against Jorge getting a shot against Nate Diaz. If that's the way it needs to be, so be it. But who are you or anybody else to demote the welterweight championship or the middleweight championship? It's a simple question that I'm asking that nobody seems to be able to give me a great answer to. And unfortunately, we have a fight tonight where Jessica I doesn't make weight. Well, either way, I could go against her, but what I do realize is that she's getting sucked into social media and responding to every negative thing that fans that never will step in front of in the cage have to say. I think she should focus on going up in weight, take care of her health. So maybe you casual fans can come in and give me a better answer about this. You have no opponent, Colby. Masvidal, you have no deal. 
when a guy gets called up and says, yeah, I've defeated Tyron Woodley and I'll take my spot. Kamaru Usman is the guy that dethroned Tyron Woodley, so it looks like that's what our match is going to be. So be it. Who cares if there's no remembrance of these two? At least the lineage of the title is still being carried forward as we move forward with this sport, whether we have Conor McGregor or Nate Diaz or Jorge Masvidal. The wheel that is the UFC is going to keep on turning no matter how many spokes are no longer in the wheel. Might be a controversial take. I'm not sure about that. But what I can be sure of is that you, the Blockhead Nation, have been very supportive of me. And I still need your support later on this year. The polls are not open. But the time's going to come that I will need your vote for the Discover Pods Awards. There is a category called Most Innovative Podcast. I've got a huge competition up in front of me, and I can't get there without the Blockhead Nation. So when the time comes for voting, that's what I can use. And those of you that have merchandise, please be understanding that we are getting the ball rolling again. We are definitely going to get you taken care of. Those that haven't checked out Kofi.com slash your favorite blockhead, you can watch the video on how those things came to be. That's all available to you. But once again, I'm so thankful that you guys are appreciative of the content you get every week. Is it going to be a continuous knock it out of the park? Probably not. But I do appreciate the time that you give me every week. Once again, thank you for stopping by this week. And I think that might very well be a wrap to what we have to discuss. This has been your favorite Blockhead, and we'll see you next time. Same Blockhead time, same Blockhead channel. Thank you so much once again for listening to the Your Favorite Blockhead podcast. And you know, guys, when you listen to my show, you're going to get an earful about mixed martial arts, everything from the UFC to Bellator MMA. But guys, NASCAR is back. That's right. Motorsports are starting to kick off again. And if you want to get the best analysis on everything motorsports, then I'm going to send you towards my friend, The Burnout by Chris Barnett. Guys, The Burnout is the podcast for you to go to to get all discussions about everything motorsports, from NASCAR all the way to Indy Supercross to the NHRA Mellow Yellow Series. You can even get the history of monster trucks to the destructive grave digger. You can learn this and more and really embrace motorsports by checking out The Burnout. Go to his show, The Burnout by Chris Barnett, on Anchor.fm, on Google Play, and Spotify. Be sure and check it out. I am your favorite blockhead, and I approve this message for The Burnout Podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.